to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's up, love? How are you? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I'm always so excited that you're here. And today is going to be a topic all about hair loss because I've gotten so many DMs on Instagram about this, which if we're not connected there, come DM me on Instagram at Corinne Angelica. But I've gotten so many um, DMs about this lately. And I was like, okay, I need to do an episode about this. I actually can't believe I haven't done one yet. So here we are. We're talking about hair loss, the root causes of it, and what we could do about it. So let's just dive right into it. So one of the main, well, let's just talk about the factors that can drive hair loss. And then we'll kind of get into the specifics. So a symptom of PCOS could be hair loss, right? And this is actually a very common symptom. If you do have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, it could also be led back to, or some factors that drive hair loss aside from PCOS are toxic exposure. And that could look like environmental toxins, um, household cleaning products, beauty products, any of those things could lead back to toxic exposure, thyroid issues, stress, nutrient deficiencies, all of these things can lead back to hair loss. Okay. So what we're going to start with first is what actually happens a lot with PCOS, but this is not just um, solely for people who have PCOS. This could be really in anybody, but it is very common with people who do have PCOS and that is high testosterone levels. So high testosterone levels can cause hair loss. It causes hair gain in areas. We don't want hair growth or hair gain, hair growth. It causes hair growth in areas. We don't want hair growth and it causes us to lose hair in areas. We don't want to lose hair. So this is again, something that's very common in PCOS, but it's not just solely for people who do have it. So um, we're going to talk about a specific form of testosterone because it sometimes could be a little bit more tricky. It's not just testosterone in general. There's a specific type. It's called DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone, which is a potent form of testosterone that's actually made from testosterone by a specific enzyme in the body. And this specific testosterone, DHT, has a weakening effect on our hair follicles, specifically the conversion of of testosterone to DHT. So in general, high levels of testosterone and or high levels of DHT, you could have high levels of this specific testosterone, dihydrotestosterone, and your other testosterone levels can be normal. And that conversion of the testosterone to DHT, if these levels are all jacked up, play a role in hair thinning or hair loss. So if you're getting blood work done and it's like, oh, your testosterone levels are normal, so it's probably not that, it's really important to also check out these DHT levels because that could also be causing your hair to fall out. It could also be causing hair growth on your face, on your body, all, all over your body where you don't want to have a lot of hair again on your face and hair loss on your head or even on the sides of your eyebrows. And this is again, super, super common for people who do have PCOS, which is why a lot of people who do have PCOS struggle with hair growth on their face and hair loss on their head. So again, one of the root causes of hair loss could be these high testosterone levels. That's number one. 
Number two, it could be insulin. So I talk a lot about blood sugar regulation on this podcast, on Instagram, with my clients and all my programs, because it's such an important factor when we're talking about our hormone levels, because too much insulin, right? By the way, if you hear a little noise, those are my bracelets that are uh, banging around. I talk with my hands a lot. If you're watching this on Instagram, you know that (laughs) my hands are literally all over the place. So if you hear a little, sounds like a dog collar, it's just my bracelets. I probably should have taken them off, but whatever. Let's move on. So blood sugar dysregulation. Um, This comes from our insulin levels. And insulin is a top tier hormone, which is why when insulin is dysregulated or your blood sugar is dysregulated, it causes a lot of problems with all the other hormones in your body, which is why I always focus on this in every single program I run because it is a huge root cause to most all hormonal imbalances. So too much insulin, right? Insulin is produced in our body whenever you eat. So when you eat something, your body produces insulin, but more insulin will be produced when you eat foods that are on the high glycemic ends, like sugary foods or refined flours, those are definitely on the higher glycemic end and your body will produce more insulin when you eat those foods. So every single time you eat something, insulin is produced, but more is produced when you eat foods like that. And this doesn't support support your blood sugar because too many high glycemic foods are going to, is going to lead to you producing too much insulin. And when you produce too much insulin, this disrupts your ovulation and it causes your ovaries to produce more testosterone. So again, this could be linked back to PCOS as well. Another root cause of PCOS is blood sugar dysregulation or insulin resistance. And this is what actually causes the high testosterone levels, right? So it's like, okay, I have high testosterone. What's the root cause of that? It's always peeling back the layers, peeling back the layers, peeling back the layers and going back down to the root cause and healing it at the root and high testosterone levels, not always, but especially with PCOS and other people, this could be um, insulin resistance and blood sugar dysregulation actually causes your ovaries to produce more testosterone. So that could could be where the high testosterone levels are coming from, which is why your hair is falling out. So for blood sugar dysregulation, again, you do not have to have PCOS to have blood sugar dysregulation. You could be just eating, again, a lot of high glycemic foods, like um, too much sugar, refined flour. If your foods aren't paired properly, if you don't have a protein, fiber, and fat in each meal, if you're not eating three main meals, if you're skipping meals, these are all things that can dysregulate your blood sugar and it can cause your ovulation to get disrupted, meaning that you're not ovulating on time or your ovulation is completely turned off, which is important whether you want to get pregnant or not. If you're a loyal listener, you know I talk about this all the time because ovulation produces the hormone progesterone and progesterone is a key sex hormone that helps support your bone, your thigh, your bones, not just one bone, your bones, your thyroid, your metabolism, your hair, your skin, your nails. It helps prevent osteoporosis and heart disease. It helps hold on to and nourish your pregnancy. So it is very, very, very important for us to have. So not only is this blood sugar dysregulation causing your ovaries to produce more testosterone, which is going to, which could be a root cause of hair loss, but it also can be a factor in you actually, um, having issues with your hormones and, um, not depleting, what is the word? Disrupting your ovulation, okay? So insulin is another root cause or having dysregulated blood sugar is an easier way to say it of hair loss. So that is number two. And then number three could be the post-pregnancy. So a lot of people who are struggling with hair loss, maybe you are someone who just had a baby and you're in this post-pregnancy time. I don't talk a lot about this because I'm not someone that has specifically had a baby yet. I'm not in postpartum life. I don't know what that's like. So I don't like talking about it a lot. I really only like talking about things that I have personally experienced or even have a lot of professional experience with. So post-pregnancy is not something I've personally gone 
gone through. However, I do know that after pregnancy, there is a big drop in your estrogen levels after you give birth. During pregnancy, your body has much higher levels of estrogen as well as progesterone. But estrogen increases the amount of hair that actually stays on your head before it naturally falls out. So when you have good levels of estrogen, it's going to hold on. Your hair is just going to, your hair follicles are going to hold on longer than when your estrogen levels are lower. And when, after you have a baby, those estrogen levels drop significantly, which is why a lot of people after pregnancy lose a lot of hair. And during pregnancy, you're, you might notice that your hair is a lot thicker. It's a lot more full. You're like, oh my God, I love my hair. And then after pregnancy, you're like, what the frig is going on? My hair is falling out. I remember my sister when she had both of her kids, my niece and nephew, she had like literally her hair was falling out and then it was growing back and it was like baby hairs. And it looked like it was right in the front. It looked so wild. It was hilarious. It wasn't hilarious at the time for her, but it was funny to look back on it now because your hair falls out and then eventually it grows back. So you'll have baby hairs again. But if you are experiencing this in post-pregnancy life right now, it could be because you had that drop in estrogen after birth. So I wanted to touch on it, even though I don't talk about it a lot, because I know some of you are really in that place right now. And if you are experiencing that, that is where that could come from. And again, we're going to talk about tips to actually help you out in a second. So that is number three. So we talked about high testosterone levels. Number two is blood sugar dysregulation, which actually can cause the high testosterone levels. Number three is post-pregnancy drop in estrogen. Number four is thyroid. This is huge for hair health in general and hair loss. So our thyroid regulates our energy use and how our body actually uses the energy that we have. And it also supports and regulates our breathing, our body temperature, our heart rate, our weight, and our hair growth. So when we're under stress and, and, or your thyroid is underactive from many different things can cause this, your thyroid again, has to prioritize the energy in which it's going to use and what it needs to put its energy towards. So since it has a huge role in our breathing, our body temperature, our heart rate, those things are way more life-threatening and way more of a priority for our thyroid than our weight and then hair growth. So if you are, again, under stress or if your thyroid is underactive, it's going to care a lot less about your hair on your head and your weight. And it's going to put all of its energy because it doesn't have as much of it since it's underactive. It's going to put all of its energy towards breathing, towards your body temperature and towards your heart rate because that is what's clearly more important to our body than our hair. So if you do have an underactive thyroid, hair loss, as well as feeling really cold, because again, it does um, regulate your body temperature, could be signs of an underactive thyroid. I mean, there's there's so many things that go into thyroid health. I have a couple other podcasts on thyroid if you just want to search for it and check those episodes out. But this can be, a, the hair loss, a root cause of it can lead back to thyroid. A lot of the times it does. All these things can be connected. It could be all of the above, right? Uh, depending on how long it's been going on. But it is really important to get your thyroid checked out. And not just the TSH levels. A lot of times you'll go to the doctor to get your blood work checked and they'll just check your TSH for your thyroid. And that is not enough. You need to check your free T3, your free T4, your T3, your T4, your TSH, your thyroid antibodies. Again, I talk a lot about this in other thyroid episodes. So go back and check those out, but this could definitely be a cause of why your hair is falling out. You may also experience again, feeling really, really cold, which could be another root cause, uh, another symptom, I'm sorry, of thyroid health, because again, it does, um, 
regulate your body temperature. I'm struggling with words today, but we're just moving through it. Um, And a lot of people have an underactive thyroid also struggle with their weight. Again, because your thyroid does have a huge part in your weight, but it's going to focus on the more life-threatening things first, like your breathing, your body temperature, and your heart rate before it puts any of its energy towards maintaining a healthy weight and towards your hair growth. So that is number four of why you could be experiencing this hair loss. Now, the last one that I'm going to be talking about is, which we kind of talked about it throughout, but is stress and then specifically trauma. So not always is it going to be linked back to thyroid or post-pregnancy or insulin or testosterone. It could be linked back to a recent trauma that maybe you experienced. Maybe something happened that brought up a trauma that maybe happened in your childhood. Maybe recently you experienced grief of a parent or a partner or a grandparent or anybody, any type of trauma trauma, big, small, if your hair is falling out out of nowhere in clumps, which recently someone that I'm connected with was telling me about this out of nowhere, her hair was fine. And then all of a sudden it's literally just falling out in clumps. And then she realized that she had a really traumatic experience recently that brought up a trauma, a sexual trauma that happened to her when she was in her younger um, adult years. And this is something that can happen. So again, it's not always things that we, that are just going to be changed from food and stuff like that, which is why I always talk about a holistic approach. So you have to also think about that too. If it's falling out in clumps out of nowhere, of course, it could be the thyroid, the insulin, the testosterone, all these things we talked about, but you have to also look at the trauma side of it. Did anything traumatic happen recently? Are you going through a really tough time right now where it's bringing up stuff from the past, where not even from the past, maybe you just had a traumatic experience right now. That could always be a part of it as well. So I needed to make sure that I brought that up because we have to dive deeper into that because our body, some things that happen in our body physically are a a reaction of what has manifested inside of us or a response to stress or a traumatic event that maybe has happened. So make sure that you're looking into that as well. So with all that being said, let's talk about some tips to actually help you. So of course, my number one thing that I'm going to tell you is to work with somebody because again, it, it, you don't know exactly what the root cause is unless you're working with someone and they could see what other symptoms they may be experiencing and pinpoint back what's actually happening. So work with someone to help you heal this imbalance that's happening and really get down to the root of it. Because obviously we don't want our hair falling out. I mean, of course, the our inner health is more important, but it's actually a reflection of your inner health. So we want to make sure that we are getting down to the root of it and we're healing it before this continues on a path where you're like, Oh my God, I'm like, my hair is so thin. I don't know what's happening. So I always recommend working with someone to do this. Um, and actually let me talk about this real quick before I give you the other two tips, because it would be ridiculous for me not to mention this because it has helped so many people. My course, mind your hormones. 101 is a 10 week video series course. It's your roadmap to a hormone healthy lifestyle. I have helped so many women through this program, have their hair grow grow back so much thicker, so much more luxurious, have you regulate your period, have a pain-free period, have your skin glow, your digestion better, increase your energy, increase your fertility. Like this course is so encompassing because we address the main root causes of what goes on for most hormonal imbalances. So we're working on your blood sugar. Like we talked about, we're working on your gut. We're working on your liver. We're working on nutrient deficiencies. We're working on your stress levels and your nervous system. We're working on all of it, which is why it is so effective and why I'm obsessed with this course. And we'll always run it a couple times a year because of how passionate I am about it and how much it has really changed people's lives. So if this is 
is something that you're interested in and this is happening with you, maybe your hair is falling out, maybe you're struggling with weight res- loss resistance, maybe you have an irregular period, maybe it's painful, maybe your energy is low, maybe your fertility is low, whatever is happening with you, if this is something you're interested in, shoot me a message, text me the word mind to 516 516- Four three zero five one four four. If you're interested in Mind Your Hormones 101, again, it's a self-paced course that you get immediate access to once you purchase it. And then a couple times a year, I do the group coaching call aspect of it. So whenever you purchase it, whenever the next round is, if I'm in the middle of one, depending on when you purchase the actual course, you get moved into that next round of group coaching calls. So you make sure you get that support as well. But it is a game changer for so many people. So if this is something you're interested in, again, text me the word MIND to 516 516- four, three, zero, five, one, four, four. And I would absolutely love to help you with this. So that is number one. Number two is something you could do topically, right? Of course, again, it's most important to really address the root cause and heal it naturally. But in the moment, topically, what you could do to help this is getting jojoba oil and rosemary essential oil. Coconut oil could work well for this as well as if you don't have um, jojoba oil or jojoba oil. People say jojoba, jojoba, whatever you want to say it, okay? That or coconut oil um, and rosemary essential oil. So you get the coconut oil and or the... Um, jojoba oil. I don't know why I have an issue saying that. Hopefully you know what I'm actually talking about, but we're just going to move past it. You get that oil and you get an organic rosemary essential oil. You could get it from Aracacia, from Young Living, from doTERRA, whoever you want to get it from. And you put a couple drops of the rosemary essential oil in the carrier oil, the coconut, the jojoba, whatever one you want to use. And you massage it into your hair, like a hair mask. And you could put like up to five drops of the rosemary essential oil. You don't really need to do a lot, but make sure you have a carrier oil with it and you mix it up and you massage it into your scalp and you can leave it in there for a couple hours. Maybe you're getting, you know, while you're doing dinner or whatever, before you shower at night. And you could do this a couple times a week to really help stimulate your hair follicles and stimulate that hair growth. So that's something that you could do topically in the, you know, the closer future, the immediate future, while you're waiting to actually heal the root cause of it, you could do that topically. It helps a ton. You could do, anybody could do that. If you want to just improve your hair growth, it's really, really helpful for that. And then again, nutrient deficiencies. So if you are not taking maybe a multivitamin, multivitamins are so freaking helpful for this because we want to make sure that you're getting a array of different nutrients and minerals and they work better in synergy in synergy. So having a high quality multivitamin, I always recommend the pure encapsulations one multi. I will put um, a link below if you're interested in getting that from the dashboard that I have. Um, And then also zinc is really, really powerful for your hair growth. And that is actually in this multivitamin that I recommend. There is zinc in there, which is why it's one of the multivitamins I'm obsessed with and I use and recommend always because it does have zinc in it. Not only is zinc helpful for your hair growth, but it helps support your ovaries. Your ovaries literally can't function properly without zinc. So that's in there as well. There are tons of other um, nutrients that support this, but I'm just going to talk right now about the multivitamin aspect of it. So you could check that out in the show notes as well. Um, making sure that you're hydrating. Lack of hydration can also cause your hair to fall out, especially in the colder months. If they're in right now, if you're listening to it in real time, this can cause a lot of dehydration. So really up the amount of water that you are intaking. Um, The shampoo that you're using. I recently did a podcast on some of my favorite things. I talked about product recommendations guide that you can check out that has a lot of my favorite products on there, but make sure the shampoo you're using is non-toxic because if it is a conventional one, like 
canteen or, you know, any of those regular, whatever conventional ones you could just get in the store. They have a lot of chemicals in it that could negatively affect the hair follicles and your hair growth. So making sure that you are getting a non-toxic shampoo. I personally like juice organics and John masters organics. Those are my favorite ones. You could trust, check those out as well. Um, so those are things you could do in the media future. Work with someone. If you're interested in Mind Your Hormones 101, again, text me the word MIND to 516-430-5144. It's your roadmap to a hormone healthy lifestyle. I'm obsessed with it. It's so helpful. Check it out if you're interested in that. Number two is to get the carrier oil and the rosemary essential oil and do a hair mask to help stimulate your hair follicles. Number three is a multivitamin, the One Multi by Pure Encapsulations, which I will link below, specifically because it has zinc in it. Number four is to make sure that you're hydrating. And number five is to get a non-toxic shampoo like Juice Organics, John Masters Organics. There's so many good ones. Those are just the two that I love and recommend. And then the last one I will say is meditation. Because again, if this is due to stress that could affect your thyroid, that maybe something traumatic has happened and this is causing your hair to fall out, really think about implementing a meditation practice because this is going to help your stress levels so much. And a lot of the things that we experience hormone-wise can be traced back to stress that has happened in our body. So implementing a meditation practice is going to be really, really helpful for you to really just be able to move about your day with more ease and come at stressful situations with more peace and calmness. So that is it for today. I hope this is helpful for you. If you are someone who is struggling with hair loss, please let me know. DM me if this episode helped you share it with a friend who might be experiencing this as well. And I'm so grateful you're here. Thank you so much. All the stuff that we mentioned today in today's episode will be in the show notes for you. I will talk to you soon. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.